0: This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast, which is the first episode of 2022. And I'm really excited to be starting a new year. Hope you've had a wonderful Christmas um, and New Year yourself as well, and are looking forward to um, yep, starting afresh in 2022. So, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to make the most of being in a five-day challenge, and. One of the reasons I'm talking about this is because I'm starting my free five-day challenge on January the 10th. So this podcast is going out on Thursday, January the 6th. So if you're listening to it just as it goes live, then I will put the link to sign up if you want to in the show notes. Um, We're going to be opening the Facebook group tomorrow on Friday, January the 7th, and then all of the challenge activity will start on the 10th. Um, So a little bit about my free challenge, it's the get your pet business in the press challenge and the clue is in the name about what it's all about. It's all about how to get press coverage for your pet business. So by press coverage, I mean being featured in newspapers, magazines, on TV or on the radio. And over the course of five days, you learn how to go about doing that. So every day you have a different task and it will take you one step closer to achieving what you want to achieve, which is getting in the press. Now, over the last two years that I've been doing this challenge, we have had hundreds of pieces of press coverage that have come as a result of people doing the challenge. And that ranges from people being featured in really big newspapers like the Daily Mail and the Telegraph, uh, big websites like Unilad, um, pet magazines like Your Cat, Your Dog Magazine, Dogs Today, Edition Dog, uh, general magazines like Good Housekeeping and titles like that. Um, Also the radio, we've had a lady, uh, Kirsty Walker, who's a dog trainer, she was on Radio 4 during the challenge, a couple of challenges ago. We've had loads and loads of local press coverage. So this is really important if you've got like a local service business or a dog groomer or a cat groomer or a pet sitter or a dog trainer reaching your local community in local media outlets is really important. So I had loads and loads of local coverage. In the last one um, we had Jessie Graves, who is a dog walker over in Norfolk. She had launched a product, it was basically a dog lead, it was a safety lead and she featured in two different local papers on BBC Radio Norfolk and also on some blogs as well. She got loads of sales as a result of it. So that's what my challenge is all about. It's all about helping you to get press coverage. So rather than relying on social media where we're battling with the algorithms and we don't know how many people we're going to reach if you're featured in the press or you go on the radio or in the newspaper or magazine um, then you, you've got more of an idea of how many people you're going to be reaching because that newspaper will sell 60,000 copies or that radio station will have 400,000 listeners so you'll have a bit more of an idea of how many people you're going to be able to reach and make an impact on and you know those people are going to discover your business and potentially turn into customers or clients. So that's what my challenge is all about. If you would like to sign up for it, then all you need to do is swipe up if you're listening on an app on your phone and there will be a link in the show notes that come with this episode, which you can just go and click on and go and register. If you are listening while you're out and about, you can go to my website, which is publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk forward slash challenge dash live. That will take you to the sign up page as well. You can send me a message on social media if you want to, I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on all platforms and if you do decide you want to join and make sure that 2022 is the year that you get in the press, then I would absolutely love to see you there. So now on to the main part of the episode, which is how to make the most of being in a five day challenge and I'm going to give you five ways that you can go about doing this. do let me know if you are taking part in the challenge as well, or if you're thinking of doing a challenge, if you want any advice challenge all, on all things challenges, then do drop me a line on social media as well. But the first thing for you to do to make the most of being in a five-day challenge is only do challenges that are going to be useful and that are relevant to what you do. So I know over the last few years, we've seen so many different five-day challenges launched, covering all kinds of different topics. So things like health and fitness, dog training, personal development, loads of different things. But if you do a five-day challenge, it's really important that you take part in five-day challenges that are going to be really helpful for you. So if you want to learn about how to get more engagement on your Instagram, and there's an Instagram engagement challenge, go and do it. But if it doesn't feel right for you, if you think, oh, okay, I I don't even really use Instagram and I don't like the platform, then, you know, scroll on, think about something that's going to be right for you and that's going to work for you. There are so many things that we are constantly being told that we need to be doing in our business to be successful, but not all the things that are out there are going to be suitable for us. So I say this, and as I'm kind of talking to you right now and thinking about what wouldn't work for me, one thing that I I just don't feel very confident doing is video. So I'll do videos during my challenge. I'll do videos for reels and that kind of thing on Instagram, and I'll do lives as part of my challenge as well. But I have to say, and if you've been a regular listener to my podcast or if you've been to the challenge, lives are something that I do. You know, I don't feel massively confident with. Um, it probably would do me good to do a video challenge. It probably would help me with my confidence. But I know that I'm never going to be the kind of person who does a lot of video. So if I saw a YouTube challenge, I might think, yeah, maybe I should do YouTube. But the fact is, I'm probably not going to go and do it. So a YouTube challenge wouldn't work for me. But if I saw one on how to improve your podcast, that would that would sing to me. That would be the kind of challenge where I would think, OK, I'm going to put some time to one side and I'm going to make an effort and go and do this. So just as another example, if you do your own tax returns and we're coming to the end of January soon, aren't we? And it's a time when people are going to be doing the tax returns and tearing the hair out. If you do your own tax return, right, and you see a challenge on how to learn how to do your own tax return in five days and take the pain out of it, that is going to be perfect for you because that could mean that you get your whole tax return done during the challenge. And something that might be a painful process or something that you procrastinate over gets done in the challenge now that's great if you do your own tax returns if you don't do your own tax return and you've got an accountant that does it for you then there's no point in you doing that challenge it is there you're much better off spending your time doing something else and leaving your tax return to your accountant to go and do so i hope that works as an example The second thing to do to make the most out of being in a five day challenge is make sure that you do the work. So you've chosen a challenge that is going to be right for you and going to be suitable for you and helpful for you and your business. The next thing to do is to make sure that you do the work so you achieve what you signed up to do in the challenge. So for mine, it's getting your pet business in the press. If you really want to do that in 2022, maybe you've seen other pet businesses in the media and thought, I really wish that that was me. I really wish it was me talking on the radio. I wish my pet business was being in a magazine. I wish I was in the local newspaper. Brilliant come along and do the challenge but please set aside some time to do the work because there's no point in signing up for a challenge and not doing it. Now I know I was doing some research before I recorded this episode and while I was making my planning notes and I was reading about, reading various different articles where they talked about the difference between how many people sign up for a challenge and how many people actually do the work. Now in one um, it said out of 100 people that sign up and do the challenge I think 50% 50% will go and join the Facebook group and then between 6 and 8% of people will do the work. So those numbers are quite low, aren't they? I hope and I feel from looking at the stats from my challenge that more people do come along and do the work, but I do do a lot to try to get people involved in it. But if you are going to do a challenge, you've signed up for it, you're really determined to achieve that thing that the challenge is promising that you will achieve, whether it's getting more engagement on your social media or learning how to get in the press... Do put the time to one side to do the work. So typically when you do a five-day challenge, what happens is you are given a task to do in the morning. I send out my task videos and my task instructions at seven o'clock in the morning. Some people send them out a lot earlier than that, but I find seven o'clock works for me and my my challenges. Um, So what happens is you get sent the task in the morning. It's usually quite short. I aim for mine to not take any longer than 10 to 20 minutes because we're all busy and I don't want to completely take over your day um, or your week even for when you're in the challenge. So you get the task in the morning. The idea is you've got all day to go and do whatever's been set out for you in that task. And then usually the person who's hosting the challenge will come and do a live later on in the day where you can ask questions about that task. So they will talk about what you've done that day, what your homework for the day has been, and then you get the chance to ask any questions that you um, might have for the host. So if you are going to do a challenge, second tip is to do the work and do try and keep up as well, more because um, it's more likely that you'll get to the end of the challenge if you get yourself into the habit of doing your task every day. And it's also quite, quite helpful for the hosts as well to have people who are doing the task to keep up with the task every day. So when I'm doing my challenge, I will have hundreds of comments on the task and on the live at the end of the day. Um, and I try to answer every single one, and I also have some people who come in and support me on my challenge who try to give help and guidance on each peop- each person who's responded and said what they've done on that task. Now, if I'm on day five and I've got people still asking me about day one, and they've only just done the homework for the task on day one, that is sending me all over the place, and it is really um, it's a lot to keep up with. So as somebody who runs a challenge, I really, really would ask you to, um, to try and keep up with the task because it means that you're going to get the best feedback possible because you're doing it that day and they are the challenge host will be focusing on that particular activity for that day it means that you keep up and you get the work done and it also means that you are at the same stage as everybody else in the group and the advice that you're getting back from the host is on the topic that they're thinking about and focusing on that day as well So try to keep up, do the work, and then you're going to get the most out of being part of that challenge. So tip number three, if you want to make the most of being in a five-day challenge, is to make the most of the time that you have got with the host as well. So during a challenge, you can get access to people who charge hundreds or even thousands of pounds for an hour long one-to-one. So if you look at some of the really big marketing experts across the UK and worldwide as well who do challenges, normally they would be charging a lot of money if you wanted to have some time with them, if you wanted to pick their brains. So if we think about people like um, Janet Murray, like Helen Pritchard, people like Vicky Jakes, they will charge a sizeable amount for picking their brains or having an hour one-to-one with them. However, when you're in a challenge with them for a week, you're going to have up to an hour with them, maybe even longer, every single night where they are there wanting to answer your questions, wanting to hear about you and your business and giving you personalized help and feedback so definitely try to make the most of having access to that expert because you've got the opportunity basically to pick their brains for free and get advice for you and your business. Um, they will want you to pick their brains, they will want you to ask questions, they will want you to, you know, get as much help as, as they can possibly give you during that time. And I would also say if there is a Q&A element that goes along with the challenge where you might have a chance to talk to the host or the team on a Zoom call or something like that, then do try and go along for that as well. So when I did my last challenge back in August stroke September last year, I did a Zoom call at the end where I kind of wrapped up everything that I did in the challenge and people could come along and ask questions if they wanted to. I probably will do the same on this challenge. So again, you can have a two-way conversation with the person who's running the challenge that way as well, which I think is really helpful. Um, so I will do some... Um, some element in my challenge where people will be able to have the chance to chat to me, to pick my brains, to ask questions and get advice for their individual business. So that's number three that's to make the most of the time that you have with the host. Number four, when it comes to making the most of being in a five day challenge, is to network like mad. Okay, so in the group, there will be hundreds of people who could potentially become clients of yours or customers or people who you could collaborate with. So, definitely make the most of it. Now, with my challenge, it's for pet businesses. So, we've got a really big range of people who come and take part. So, we have people who make products, people who make products for dogs, people who make products for pet owners, people who make products for cats. Really, we had a really fascinating lady called Miranda Luck who joined last time and she came along and did my 12 week program afterwards and she created this fascinating product called a Rapsio and it's basically a wrap that you can put around a cat it's like a burrito for a cat basically and if you need to um, you know it's ideal if you need to give them medication or you need to clip the claws that kind of thing or take them to the vets and it was a really interesting product I like became obsessed with this product during this challenge I didn't stop talking about it um and I'd never heard of that product before, but there were loads of other people who work with cats who found out about Miranda's product because she was in the challenge and she told everybody about it. So all the other people who've got cat businesses now know about Miranda and vice versa. So it's a really good opportunity to network and get loads of people to find out about your product or service. So while my challenge is all about getting in the press, um, I have all kinds of different people who come and do it. So I have people like... I have Ricky Sullivan, who's the canine copywriter. Now, she works with dog businesses and other pet businesses as well, and she helps them with website copy, with email marketing, with landing pages, all kinds of different things, and blogs, obviously. Um, And Ricky is awesome. Now, Ricky has been a client and she's had press coverage but she can also be in the group and be seen by dog trainers or pet professionals who might not already know her. Because each time I do a challenge, I try to bring in new people. And while you know we've got our followers on social media, we don't know everybody. So actually, for Ricky, it's a good opportunity for her to find potential clients or to be seen by other people who might be her ideal client. Now Ricky's had press coverage as well so it's a bit of a double whammy because she learns how to get press coverage but she also um, gets to connect with people. So when you do a challenge really early on, there will always be an intro post where everybody who's taking part is asked to introduce themselves. So on that intro post, you can go through the people who are on there and think, actually, they could be somebody who'd be really helpful for my podcast, or they could be somebody who operates a similar business in my town who I could go and connect with. So use that, go and network off the intro post and find people who are going to compliment you and what you do, who are already in the challenge group. And this will work. I know I'm talking about my getting the press challenge for pet businesses, but whatever challenge you're in, you're going to find people who are going to be helpful connections for you and your business. So again, another example um, it would be Kerry Jordan, who is a pet photographer. She runs Fur and Fables and she does gorgeous dog photography. So Kerry has recently relocated to the Lake District. Kerry's also a virtual assistant as well. So she's got a few different skills that she can offer to potential clients. Now, Kerry's relocated to the Lake District and I know there's a number of dog trainers who are in Cumbria and in the Lake District area who will be taking part in my five-day challenge who potentially could need photography for their dog training business. So what Kerry could do is go and have a look at where everybody is and what they do. And if she sees somebody who's a dog trainer in Cumbria or in her area, she can go and connect, go and say hi and go and you know potentially that could lead to work for her in future. I've also got a lady called Fiona Pedley who is a VA for dog trainers and Fiona is a dog trainer herself. So she's going to be coming along to the challenge. There's going to be lots of dog trainers in there. I'm forever seeing that dog trainers are looking for VAs they are really busy, they can't keep on top of everything because they've just got so much work on we've obviously had the puppy pandemic there's loads of people whose dogs need training like oh my gosh I was just listening to a podcast earlier with Anna Webb and she was saying about the huge problem that, that dog owners have at the moment Um, she was talking about a survey that said 45% of dog owners hate walking their dog because they're so stressed out with other dogs running over to them and, and, and jumping on them and upsetting them. So dog trainers, you know, it's such an amazing time to be a dog trainer. Dog trainers are really busy. They need a VA. So Fiona's there. She's looking, she could be looking for people who are struggling to promote their business because they've got so much work going on. She can obviously connect with them as a VA, take away some of that workload so they can focus on their marketing and maybe getting in in the press. So network like mad. That's my fourth tip for you um, because, you know, you don't know who you're going to meet in a challenge. And I know there have been loads of collaborations um, that have come as a result of my five-day challenge. I had a a Facebook message last week from two ladies who'd met and um, one of the ladies was on The Other Ladies podcast. So loads and loads of opportunities there for you to network. So do make the most of those. So the fifth and final tip is to think about the challenge as a PR opportunity. So for me, for my challenge, obviously, it's all about getting PR anyway. So it's about getting press coverage. But you can be in a challenge. You could be in a challenge about being an accountant or doing your own accountancy. You could be in a challenge about social media you could be in a challenge about all kinds of different things but think about it as being a PR opportunity for you so similar to what I was saying about networking think about that challenge and all those hundreds or thousands of people in there think of it as being a PR opportunity for you and your chance to shine so being in a challenge is a really great opportunity for you to make an impression on the host on the people who run the challenge Um, so the people who are part of the challenge team there are some challenges that are so big like Helen Pritchard for example she has thousands of people in her challenge and she has a whole team of people who are there supporting Helen and being part of that team that's so many people who you have got a chance to make an impression on so do that, think about it as a PR opportunity think about it as a PR opportunity for you inside of the challenge by that I mean you want to be memorable, you want to make a really good impression. So, when you're kind of talking about what you do, be really clear on what it is that you do. Talk about how you help people, talk about what your product does, talk about what your service does. Try to be as memorable as you can. So, following on from the challenge, if somebody says, I need a XYZ, you've got loads of people who will say, You need to go and speak to Fiona or Kerry or Ricky. So, like if I think, you know, if I look at Fiona, Kerry, and Ricky, if I've, you know, I know those, I know particularly um, Kerry and Ricky I've known for a good couple of years. I've worked with Fiona recently, so I'm, I'm getting to know her more now too. But if I'm on social media and I'm seeing people saying, I need a dog photographer in Cumbria, I'm straight on saying, you need to speak to Kerry. If I know somebody who needs a copywriter, I'm recommending Ricky. If I know somebody who's, a, who's looking for a VA who has an experience of dog training I'm recommending Fiona. So think about all those hundreds or thousands of people who can learn about you, who you can make an impression on, who can then put, you know, mention you as well, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, you really can um, use the challenge and use getting in front of new people as a brilliant PR opportunity. So in my challenge, the main focus is getting in the press. That's what people come to it for. But they also learn how they also meet people who they can collaborate with They meet people who they could go and do a guest expert for or be on their podcast or do a guest blog for so do you think of the whole challenge as being a really nice great big PR opportunity for you and what you do so we've had five things there five ways that you can make the most out of being in a five-day challenge I'm just going to recap over them with you now So the first one is to only take part in challenges that are going to be useful and relevant to you and what you do. Number two is to do the work and to set some time aside every day for the tasks in the challenge to make sure that you get the most out of taking part. Number three is to try to get the most out of spending time with the host and try to pick their brains. Do do make the most of having that week with them. Number four is to network like mad. Make sure you Scan the posts, scan the intro posts, find people who are going to be a good fit for you and your business. And then number five is to think about it as a PR opportunity for you and what you do. So again, make sure that you are, you know, you're warm and you're friendly, you're memorable, you are a brilliant part of that challenge. And you will not only achieve what you set out to do by signing up for the challenge, but you'll also potentially get more work, more clients and more sales as well. So I hope you found that helpful. One last thing I'm going to say before I finish up this episode is, one of the re- I worry sometimes because when I do my five day challenge, one of the things that I have to be really strict on is people posting in people posting throughout the week, basically. So every time I do the challenge um, on the Friday, I open up the Facebook group and I get everybody to introduce themselves and say what they do and where they are and how they help people and all that kind of thing, um, and then. On the Monday, we've got the first task, and then we have the live, and then we sometimes have other activities during the day, or I might think, actually, I think this might be really helpful, and I might share a PDF, or I might share a podcast episode. So I've got loads of stuff going on throughout the week, but one thing I have to be really strict about is people posting in the group during the actual challenge where the work is taking place. Um, so one of the things that people people ask about a lot is can they share Facebook pages? Can they do can they, you know, can they share an individual post about what they do? And I have to be really strict and say no about this because I'm putting loads upon running a challenge is a lot of work. I love it, but it is a lot of work. My fingers are literally hanging off by the end of the week because so I'm typing so much and you know, the concentrating, making sure that you've answered everybody's comment, making sure that everyone feels that they're being listened to, that they're being heard, that they're getting the support that they need. It is really, really full on. And that's not me complaining by any stretch, but it is full on. So what I can't have is people saying, can you follow my Facebook page or, you know, I've just shared this or, you know, people putting posts up that aren't related to the task. I can't have that going on when the challenge is running, when I'm doing the teaching and when we're doing the lives and everything, because that means it's more threads for me to keep on top of, more things where, I mean, one of the reasons is, you know, somebody could post something about, you know, do you think that, do you think that this particular harness is good for a dog? And somebody could pop on that post and say, oh, I think it's a good idea for you to use an electric shock collar on there. And if I've missed that, all hell would break loose. And that could really, really, um, really send people off track on my challenge, which would be, I'd be absolutely gutted um, for that to happen. And it wouldn't be fair on other people taking part. So while I might sound a bit like a strict headmistress sometimes and I'm really conscious of it, that's why I do um, That's why I do things the way that I do in my challenge so what I do at the end of the challenge is I do open it up and people can follow each other on social media, people can chat about anything that they want on the Saturday so once all the tasks have been completed people can, you know, follow one another we have collaboration threads, we have all kinds of different things that go on but during the five days um, where the actual tasks are happening and the work is being done, have to be really, have to be a bit strict really and make sure that um, we just stick to what the tasks are all about and i do worry about um you know i worry about people having you know having things said on threads that might upset them so it's really important that i keep on top of that and um, so if you do do my challenge and think why doesn't rachel let people post about whatever they want on there that's the reason why and i know that other challenge people who do challenges um have similar rules as well so it's not us being mean it's because that's just how we have to do it and um, so everybody gets the most out of the challenge Okay, so I'm going to wrap it up now. I think I've talked enough about challenges, um, but if you're thinking of doing one this year, uh, whether it's my challenge or somebody else's, then I hope you find those tips helpful. Again, if you would like to join my challenge, head to www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk forward slash challenge dash live. You can swipe up on this post, um, on this podcast episode. If you're listening on my website, there'll be a link to join there. If you are... um, out and about and you want to get the link from me i'm on social media at UK on all platforms it will be awesome to see you on the challenge it will be great to help you get your pet business in the press in 2022 i would love to see you there if you've got any questions please let me know do also head over to my free facebook group as well which is publicity for pet businesses community, I'll link to that in the show notes as well, there will be a special Facebook group for the challenge so if you um, if you are taking part do make sure that you join that as well. Um, so if you sign up you'll get an email, it will send you to the group, it will give you all the information you need and then every day you're going to get the challenge task emailed out to you and it will help make 2022 the year that you do get in the spotlight you do get your pet business in the press and I would love to see you there so thank you again for tuning into this episode and here's to a wonderful 2022 as well I hope you have a brilliant year and I look forward to seeing you in the challenge thank you for listening to the publicity for pet businesses podcast For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.